0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Firms Consulting podcast. I'm going to be publishing this one in the case interview section, but I suppose it applies to both the executive program and case interviews as well. But I don't like publishing duplicate podcasts. so I'm going to leave it in the case interview section because mostly case interview clients asked for this. And most people want to know how in the world I'm so productive because if you look at Firms Consulting, there's a lot going on there, right? And I'll give you just a quick rundown we have podcasts you've seen that this is what you're listening to and we're quite you know um efficient at what we roll out so we have the podcasts on case interviews and there's a lot i think there must be over 350 at this point and there's also a backlog of podcasts we have so we haven't published all of our podcasts we've got a backlog of over 100 podcasts we still have to publish that means they've been edited prepared uh and just rolled out right then we have the strategy skills podcast which is A podcast i put together as we're doing a study so each day of the study i kind of wrap up the day talking about what happened and so on so there's two podcasts then we have firms consulting tv which although i'm not involved in the production i am involved in sort of uh, editing and thinking through the themes and so on so i have some role in that we also then have the training we do for people who want to join mckinsey and bcg which i run i also do the coaching for people that um are at consulting firms. Um, we also have then the full studies we are doing, which takes up a lot of our time, right? We also have TCO, which I manage and run, the consulting offer. We also have other programs like the first 90 days in consulting, which we've rolled out and I also manage and run. And then and finally have all the articles we publish. And I'm sure I'm missing some other things, but that'll give you a sense of the amount of stuff we have going on. And our website's huge, I mean, right? How do I do all of that? Now, this is, now all of my podcasts, I mean, are not scripted. This is not a scripted podcast. No podcast I do, no training program I do is scripted. It's all off the top of my head. And at the post, that's one of the reasons I'm so productive. I talk about what I know. I don't go out there and talk about things I don't know. I never have to research something before I write it because it's based on things I've done. I've done over 100 studies. I've done it all. I can just pick up a study, reference my mind, and say, hey, remember this week when we had to deal with this? What did I do there? And then I build it into a podcast, right? So none of my podcasts are scripted. In fact, one of the things you may notice is that when I'm doing the podcast, you may notice some sounds in the background, like my pen clicking like that. That's because as I'm talking, I'm writing down points that I'm saying so that when I have to type up the summary, I know what to type up in the summary. It's not because I've written up the points before, and I'm actually writing up the points as I speak, right? So the question is, how am I so productive? I think the biggest thing is I talk about what I know, right? Now, obviously, there are times I have to improve my knowledge. I'm also a fast learner, right? But let's just talk about some of the impediments you may not be aware of when thinking through our firm's consulting works. The first thing you have to be aware of is that I am an insomniac, meaning I cannot sleep. And you're probably thinking that ah, this is how Michael gets so much done, but the reality is, being an insomniac doesn't mean you get more done. It actually means you get less done, because while I may be awake some nights, I'm not really productive. I'm busy sitting there responding to emails, reading the New York Times. I know I have a New York Times addiction problem, when I'm usually the very first person to read an article, and I know I'm the first person or one of the first people because there's no comments. And if you look at the time when the article was published. Posted 4.03 a.m. and I'm reading it at 4.03 a.m. You know you have a problem, right? So I spend a lot of time reading. I'm very unproductive. If you're up the whole night, the next day is pretty much shot. So, for example, if I couldn't sleep one night, the next day is finished. I can't do much. I'll do calls with clients, but I'm not going to do any written preparation or anything that requires what I would call a diligent planning and preparation, right? This is one of the big obstacles I faced, and it is a big obstacle. I would say maybe three days out of a week hits me where I can't do work because of lack of sleep. Now, I know that some of you are thinking, but I've never slept before and I could work well. When you're young and your body parts haven't dropped, you can do many different things, right? It's when you're much older that these things start to be a problem, right? So that's one of the impediments I faced. The other one is that I would say that I like watching television. I can tell you right now that I could watch the whole seven seasons of Big Bang Theory in maybe three weeks. Maybe even less. That's how much TV I watch. So I watch a lot of TV, right? I watch a lot of TV. Three hours a day is not an issue for me. I'll be watching three hours of TV a day. So three hours of TV, gone. I obviously have a shower because I want to smell nice in my office. So, you know, that's like another two hours. Well, okay, not two hours, maybe an hour gone. I have lunch, maybe another two hours gone. Um, I do other stuff, another hour gone. So, you think about it, three hours is gone, plus another three hours. So, in a normal working day, assuming I'm getting up at eight and I'm going to bed around eleven, that's, you know, four plus eleven, that gives you fifteen minus six, that gives you nine hours. Nine hours, I'm semi-productive, right? So, I think the point I'm trying to make here is that the time is not what makes me productive. I don't get out a lot of stuff because I put in time. And that's the thing you got to understand in life. It's not about the amount of time you put in. In fact, there are a lot of times I'm very disappointed with the amount of time I put into something and what comes out at the end, and I just discard it. There are studies we've done that I've never published. I just didn't like it. I thought it was a waste of time. There's a study right now sitting on BTO. How to do a complete BTO study, but I didn't like it. I said, let's shout this and we'll get the team to redo it. So... What you see isn't even, it doesn't even show you everything we've done. So, first lesson is it's not about the amount of time you dedicate to things. You can dedicate a little time, you can watch a lot of TV, you can watch every episode of Two and a Half Men, and that doesn't make you someone who's not productive. So, the first one is the time allocation, not important. Two, and I mentioned this, but I'll kind of codify it as a, as a rule. Is there gonna be a ton of obstacles? I mean, there's gonna be so much, you know, that comes up. You know, there's taxes come up. There's people who want to talk to you. Sometimes our system goes down because we've got a system that ties up together all our software and hardware. Sometimes that goes down. At the moment, we've got email problems. The point is that if you are if you are doing stuff, you're gonna have a lot of obstacles. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, I can only be this productive if I carve out big chunks in my day. That's not true got a baby and you're thinking well you know i've got to allocate time to spend with my child and i can't be as productive that's not true so now i've spoken about you know the it's not about the amount of time you spent it's not about having a clear daddy so what is it about well let's go through that first one it's just showing up i'll tell you that right now the first thing in success in life is just show up you know the All these books about parenting, I don't have a child, but all these books about parenting say that the first rule of being a good father is just being there. That applies to business as well. I remember when we first started this podcast series, and I deliberately don't make this podcast fancy. It's just me talking. No advertising. I I don't promote anything. Um, I, I rarely even promote this podcast. But it's so big. It's now over 350 episodes. Well, actually over 450. We just haven't published 100 of them. We kind of bleed it out over time. We've got so much. And I remember when I first launched this podcast, the very first comment I received was, this is a terrible podcast. It sounds like you did it in your apartment, which is not a very nice apartment, and it's horrible. And I think to myself, how did you know I did it in my apartment? Did I give it away? Because I did do it. I still... Don't record this in the office. These podcasts are not recorded in the office. I don't have a little podcast studio in my office. These are done in my apartment because I have an office in my apartment as well. And I find that I like talking to listeners when I'm not in the office. I want to be myself. And sometimes when I'm in the office and I've got clients around and I've got employees around, it's difficult for me to say what I want to say because if someone's going to interrupt me and my phone's going to ring and I don't want that in the background. So I record this in my home office. Right? which some ways is better than my office outside of home. But my point is that I show up and I do the podcast, right? I do it. Think of how many of you have benefited from this podcast. Many. This is a hugely popular podcast, right? I put it out there. I don't sell anything on it. I just share my thoughts with people about business, strategy, case interviews, and to some extent life as well, right? I've been doing this now since 2011, it's 2011, 2012, 2013, 14, 15. That is five years of doing this podcast. That is a long time. And the podcast just grew and grew and grew and took up my life of its own. So I just showed up and I did it. Most people, they want a short return on things. They'll say, I'm going to try this for a week or two weeks. I get no return. I stop. So when I start things, I don't want a return from it. I just do it because I feel that it's a reflection of who I am. I want to help people. Now, if you know my background, you know that I grew up very poor. I grew up in a dictatorship where people of my heritage were not allowed to go to university. We were not allowed to you know, marry in some cases, let alone land. And, you know, I didn't have someone guiding me. I made a lot of mistakes. I did some stupid things that I'm not proud of and some stupid things I am proud of. I suffered. I had no choices in life. And in fact, I remember that when I was graduating high school, my parents wanted, to be me, wanted me to be a TV repairman because they felt that given how we were treated in that country, that was the best choice we had. And I said, heck no, I'm not going to be a TV repairman. I'm going to go to the world's most prestigious university and graduate in an accelerated time frame. The point is, I was arrogant. And that's the only reason I made it. And, I, and you don't have to be arrogant to be successful. You can be a nice person. And I want to be that person that I never had, right? And that's why I do it. So I show up and I do this. And I do it because I want to do it. But showing up is 90% of it. Showing up, just doing it. Just do it, right? I remember, you know, we have Fridays with Firms Consulting. And I remember a comment came through on, um, on, I think it was YouTube, right? And someone said something along the lines of... Um, I forget, the, I forget the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of um, nice concept, but poor execution. This lady seems nice enough, but her accent is just so hard to understand. Now, obviously, I am the senior partner of Firms Consulting, so I determine priorities here, yeah, right? But to me, that's fine. You can't please everyone, right? So one person doesn't like the video. That's okay. Other people do, and we're just going to continue doing it. We'll have low views now, but we're okay. The aim is not to have this breakout views. The aim is to learn. This is an experiment. When you go out there expecting immediate success, you never have long-term success. Go out with the mind that this is an experiment. You're constantly going to adapt, change things, adjust it. Show up and do something. It may not be perfect, but you know what? Just do it, right? So if point number three is showing up, what is point number four point number four is about working when inspired that's a fact you work when you're inspired I don't work all the time most of the time I'm as unproductive as a snail that had too much whiskey and jogging through molasses in a Montreal winter have you tried to jog through molasses in a Montreal winter well firstly the Montreal free the, the molasses freezes until it's a you know slab of rock so snail can't jog through it. So my point is that because I don't put in a lot of time, I work when I am productive. Now I do put in a lot of time into the business because it's so big, but I don't work. I don't produce the main stuff all the time. The stuff that you see, the stuff that you like, the podcast, and so on. I'm always doing it. A lot of we have to do a lot of admin. The business has grown, and. Dealing with clients means you have to do a lot of legal stuff. And that takes up a lot of my time. It's not the inspiring stuff. I'm hoping at some point we'll bring an in-house counsel to help us deal with those things. But for now, I spend most of my time there. I am most productive when I'm inspired. And I work when I'm inspired. Um, I think I've mentioned this before. That I do my best work when I have a cold. And I'm all hopped up on pain medication. I know it's tragic. right? But that's when I do my best work. I mean, it is horrible to say that but they say all artists need to suffer. So I know when I get a cold that I'm gonna do my best work, period. And I do my best work. Some of the most complicated analyzes we've put together for the executive program, like the lab market entry strategy and the power sector study, which is very complex. I did that when I was ill. I did that over a two day period. I mean, the entire lab study, I designed it over a two day period. I was ill perspiring because the medication makes you perspire, slightly out there because it makes you sleepy, but I I find I'm very productive in that state, right? So, something I mentioned earlier is that when I don't sleep, I can't work the next day, but I think more clearly. I know it sounds weird, right? So work when you're inspired. That's how I'm very productive. I just block out everything and I work when I'm inspired. Fifth is focus on just three to four things. Now, on my desk, I have an A4 sheet of paper. The A4 sheet of paper is folded over once and then folded over again. So basically what you have is an A4 sheet, it's not an A4 sheet paper, but it's something that is one, is 25% the size of an A4 sheet of paper. It's like I folded the A4 sheet of paper to create a card on my table. And the card lays there. And on that card are my priorities. Whenever I am not sure about what to do, um, I will always look at that priority list. The priority list is quite small. I can read it out to you. It says the executive program, I've got to focus on that. It talks about short courses, we're going to roll out more short courses in the executive program. It talks about the consulting offer, another big priority. It talks about the 90 day program, which is something new. Uh, You'll see it soon, the first 90 days in consulting. FCTV is enormously big for us. You you only see a little of it now, but it's the future of Firms Consulting. It's going to be so big. I cannot tell you how big it's going to be, how it's going to be redesigned, reimagined. It's going to be the future of Firms Consulting. So Firms Consulting TV is a big part. I would say that at the moment, 80% of my time in planning goes into what's happening with Firms Consulting TV. Then obviously the podcast as well, which is a priority. So those are the big shows we have running, right? Now, beyond shows, we have activities running. And I can tell you what they are. We are busy working on a better way to manage material on the website. The website's big, but we think it can be managed better. We're busy rolling out more webinars. We are contemplating partnerships with organizations, right? So those are things we need to do on the website. Beyond that, we're thinking of building in a curriculum, into the executive program and the consulting offer. We think I'm making changes to our homepage. We're doing some back-end stuff on in, um, um, how we um, authenticate and manage the website in terms of security. So that's what I'm working on. I listed them in order. And that's what I mean my focus. You don't have to do many things. My list is pretty big, but it fits on an A4 sheet of paper and it's always in front of me. It's always with me. Right? This list goes with me wherever I go. My point is that most of us don't have focus. We pick one thing to, we pick one thing. It doesn't work, but we don't realize maybe it didn't work not because we picked the wrong thing, but because we executed it incorrectly. So we we give up. I never give up. Think about how TCO started. It started off first, we had Felix and Company. It was okay, right? But we didn't use their names. TCO two, much grander affair. TCO three. Is a little bit like TCO2, but for a reason, because TCO4 is going to be significant. And we didn't want to stretch ourselves with TCO3 because we know TCO4, we we're already planning for it, so we decided to allocate more resources there. But we never gave up, we just kept on making it better and better. Think of our podcasts as well. You can listen to the first few podcasts, they were okay, not great, you know. But they'd become better and better. If you listen to the executive training podcast, the strategy skills podcast, you see we put a lot more effort into that, right? Look at FCTV. Look, it started pretty good, but it's an experiment. We're constantly trying new things. We always So sometimes we'll do something where people will say, but Michael, why would you do that in the show? But we're doing it to test how the audience responds to it. We pick a topic that's interesting. We'll roll it out to see how the audience responds. We'll, take a, we'll pick a topic we know that could be boring. We'll roll it out to see how the audience responds. We look at different places to place the show on the website. It's all an experiment. It's We're learning through the process because we have huge plans for that. So, focus, right? Now, I'm going to recap this before we go to the sixth one. We spoke about time. We spoke about there's always going to be obstacles. that can't be an excuse. We spoke about showing up is half the battle. We spoke about working when you're inspired. And I've told you how I'm inspired and you know, I hopped up on medication. You need to have focus, right? Focus is important. So, what is the sixth thing to be productive? The sixth thing to be productive is do not chase money. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to be profitable, but profit is an outcome. If you heard clearly, you'd heard me clicking my pen. That means that I'm thinking this through as I'm speaking to you, and then I'm capturing it on a sheet of paper. Again, it goes back to the point is I write. I don't plan these podcasts. I write for what I know, right? Now, what I mean by um, don't chase money? When you chase money, you tend to be very You suffer from what... um, Dominic Barton calls short-termism, you focus on your short-term gains. Think of everything we started. They were never started with the goal to make money. We started co- We started coaching not with the goal to make money. People wrote to me who knew me, or knew at least children of people who knew me. They saw my blog, they said, oh, yeah, we know you. Our parents spoke about you. Um, can you train us? The blog would never started to make money, right? TCO never started to make money. How did we start TCO? If You've been following Firms Consulting for a long time. You know that many, many years back in 2011, many clients who were coaching clients said to me, Michael, um, I like all the training you're doing for us, but you know what happens when you're busy or you're not available? You know How do we get access to material? That's how I created the videos. That became so popular that people wanted more videos. That we, that's when we started training real people. So it was, we never started to make money, right? The executive program, how do we start the executive program? Same principle. People wanted guidance on how to handle strategy issues if they're in an executive role or they are in a consulting firm. I put out some material. They liked it. I kept on putting out more material. They said, Michael, why don't you arrange this a little bit better? And I said, okay, I'll arrange it a little bit better. And people started paying for it. In fact, we used to give off. Everything I just mentioned to you, we used to give it away for free. Firms Consulting TV, how do we start that up? There's no money. There's no promotions attached to that. We Maybe it'll turn into something, but I doubt it. It'll, I'm sure it'll be like the podcast, free forever. At least that's what I want it to be. So you see, none of these things start with the goal to making money. We go to where clients want us to go. Same with the live events. Clients always want to meet me. Always. They always want to meet me. So I said, okay, clients want to meet us. Let's make this work. If I just meet people in the office, it's not going to work. Let's get everyone together and make this special. That's how we create our live events program, right? Never pursuing money. It's always with the goal of serving clients. And then we figure out, okay, if this is the way we're going to do it, it's going to cost. Let's recoup some of the major investments we make. But the key thing is we're always making the investments a year in advance sometimes. Think of the lab study. We started the lab study in june and we only put it out in april the next thing so one year we covered all of those costs right and we never pre-sold anything so if you want to be productive don't put in a lot of time it's not about the time it's about the return of the on the time you put in don't worry about obstacles there's always going to be obstacles don't use it as an excuse show up 90 percent is just showing up work when you're inspired focus on a few things And finally, don't chase profits. If you do that, you'll be very, very successful. As always, if you have any comments or questions, I'll be more than happy to answer them.